what a week we've had here at the Bitchin' Boutique. Did you see our Facebook Live on Sunday? Did ya? Huh? We were so glamorous demonstrating those anti-aging products. You really should go watch it. Links in the show notes. Watch it, like it, and like the page while you're there, will ya? So, let's see. New episode. Pitney's a fashion influencer without realizing it. I've got a dumbass I need to shame. We both have video game-themed What's Bitchin's this week. And I want to give a special shout-out to Kate of Ignorance is Bliss, whose promo is later in the show, who's managing to still put out the occasional awesome episode despite crazy mystery health problems trying to keep her down. Love you, Miss Kate. Feel better soon. And one more thing. We don't happen to be talking about it on the show at the moment, but yeah, state legislatures are being extra shitty right now. Politicians out there saying the quiet part out loud and passing the most horrendous laws, and it's scary as fuck. So take care of yourselves. Get quiet time as you need it. Check in on your queer friends so they know they're not alone. And if you've got it in you to be loud, get real fucking loud. Those assholes are scared to death of us. And we can keep them running till they piss themselves and cry to their mamas. Okay? Now, let's laugh about stuff. Welcome to Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique! We may be awful, but, but we're, we're right! right. Okay. So, you know, it's so ironic that you... You despise fashion. And yet... Yes, I do. And yet, somehow, <laughs> in, in like the last few months, I've been noticing... And it's never because I'm I'm off I'm out looking for these things, but uh-huh. I just notice that you have somehow managed to inspire oh, high no. fashion. Oh no! Okay. And I just I you know I'm not sure I'm not sure which one to show you first, but I, you know what? No, yes I do. Yes I do. I do know. So I'm just gonna um. I'm going to text you some some photos um, of some women in what I consider to be a questionable um, bit of attire. Okay. So, so let me know when you get the text. Okay, yeah, because I, I never saw myself as the face of couture. Yeah, so basically these are, um, I, al- I almost sent you a picture of Kim Kardashian, but I couldn't find one of a good angle showing this. She was dressed in this manner, but uh, I couldn't find one of a good angle that showed off the shoe in, in a way that I liked. But Okay. But these other slides. So, okay, will... so I got them. I got, I got three. There should be four. Yeah, four. the 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 third one is not working for some reason. Eh, I mean, they're all they're all the same shit. Yeah, it's so it's mainly the pants and shoe combination. Oh, so what are you yes. what are you seeing here? What are the pants and what are the shoes? I'm seeing the gray cargos. Yes, cargo pants, which is utterly me. Yeah, god, goddamn right. I mean, that's more me than me. Yes. And the outrageously high heels that look like they're from the 60s. Like ridiculous <laughs> stiletto, like extremely high stiletto heels. Oh, yeah, with that square 60s toe. With the, Yeah, they're totally 60s. Like, you, like, how are you walking in these shoes? With, car, like, strappy heels. With cargo with pants. With cargo pants. And I would have bought those shoes back in the day. I mean, in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. And the I thing is, I would have bought those shoes. If you do a Google image search 
of cargo pants and heels. Actually, forget Google image search. If you just do, if you just do a search for cargo pants and heels, apparently this has been a thing for a couple years. But like 2022 um, was a big year for this look, and it is still really? going strong. Yes, and I, I want to know what the hell did you do? To uh to convince all these all these slutty young women to get out the cargo pants and their highest of heels. You know, and it's funny because I've read so many, you know, because I peruse things online. Oh yes, and I always get a big kick out of those, you know, things that men wear that women hate. And cargo shorts and cargo pants are always first on the list. I'm sorry, I will never give up my cargo shorts or my cargo pants, ever. Not that I... You know... You know. Well, there is there is something to be said for appropriateness of venue. Because there are a lot of times... I will just, I will just make this quick, quick statement. Um, where, let's say... A man, a man has asked a woman on a date and a woman spends an hour or two hours getting ready for this date. She might have shaved her legs. She might have shaved her cooter. She might have, you know, she's, she's like styled her hair and is, and is like chosen a special outfit. She's gotten ready for a date and the guy shows up in cargo pants and flip flops Oh, see, yeah, that's not. But that, you know. I mean, when you live in a place like the Austin area, yeah. there are men who never show up anywhere outside of either ripped up jeans or cargo pants and fucking flip flops. Yeah. And it's like, you can go to hell. And that's fine if you're a 20 year old college student, but yeah. I mean, not, not if you not if you're taking someone out to do dinner that on a day. I mean, even though yeah. the restaurant will probably let you in because we're a very casual city, but if you're taking someone on a date, fuck you, go change oh, your fucking yeah. clothes. Because if oh, she yeah. put out some kind of effort and you did not, you're wrong. Okay, so the next thing, um, I'm gonna text you a couple more pictures. Okay. Because the these Let me comment though really fast. Sure, 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 sure. Absolutely. Really Absolutely. The first picture that with that teeny little black purse that is like it could maybe hold two packs of cigarettes. Oh, those tiny purses like, make me what laugh the so hard. Fuck is up with those stupid and you know that fucking purse is probably a thousand dollars. Those those tiny purses that look like a like a like a toddler's purse. Like yeah, like if you had a toddler that was getting ready for like Easter Sunday and she had a patent leather little purse to go with her patent leather Mary Janes. Um, I swear to God, that's what those purses remind me of, and it's really stupid. Yeah, what do you put it like a lipstick and some roofies? I mean, what the fuck do you put in it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, is that it's your, so is that where stupid. you keep your morning yeah. after pill? Like, I really don't yeah. know what, what's in there. <laughs> like, you, you, I don't even think you can put, you can't put your cell phone in it. It, your cell phone is probably too big to go in that purse. Well, that's why you have the cargo pants. Maybe yeah. that's oh, why they're styled that way that's because true. you have the car- see that that actually is kind of an amazing thing. Although I'm wondering, it, do women's cargo pants actually have real pockets or are those pockets all fake and sewn shut? Because women's clothes do not actually have pockets. Because I don't know the baggy the green ones, which I really like because they look kind of gauzy or linen-y. That's the woman standing in her bathroom, right? Yeah, the olive green ones. I would totally wear those. I could totally see me wearing those at Kerrville for like my hippie clothes. Oh, I know. Yeah, that one. Those. Look, I like those. Those almost look yes. like pajamas. Those look. But kind those of... are real because look at her hand is in the pocket. So. Well, yeah. I mean, she's obviously a normal person, but she's still. Why is she? Why is this the way she's wearing? But okay, so moving moving on to the next fad, and and I'm saving this one for last because now okay. the pictures I'm sending you are just the thing that alerted me to a trend. These are just, like, part of the trend. Oh, okay. So, um, you know who Jonathan Van Ness is, right? Of the no. new, Of the new Queer Eye guys? Oh, no, I haven't paid any attention. Okay, to well, um, Jonathan is... I think I, I think I heard, I must have heard him on NPR once, because I remember hearing... Yeah. 
an interview with them when yeah anyway yeah so jonathan uh recently uh have you received the pictures yet mm-hmm. now i don't know which one you're gonna open okay. first but uh the one with the with the white shit uh, I, at first I thought, oh my God, is that shaving cream? Oh no, it's just bleach. Um, oh, I was just going to say, oh, the shaving cream on the eyebrows. <laughs> well, unfor- <laughs> see, the thing is, Jonathan only bleached the fuck out of the eyebrows. Um, oh, now I'm seeing the other picture. Oh my. But the thing is, the, the real trend, this was inspired by the real trend which is the shaving of the eyebrows for for women and um i i i went looking um because what apparently this look was inspired by Doja Cat and Doja Cat is someone that i only know because Doja Cat was super super tacky and inappropriate with Noah Schnapp uh-huh. who's the little cutie pie from um Stranger Things now um i went looking I, I, I saw this article that was saying, oh, why, why is, you know, this, this, this big trend among celebrities shaving their eyebrows off? And I'm like, really? Are they? So I pulled up this article and I'm like, oh, that's celebrities with air quotes around it. Because these are people that we don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah, yeah. But I could, I, I'm not going to, but just trust me. I could, I, you could scroll through all these pictures and just scream and laugh at all these eyebrowless women, which you would love. Oh yeah. But it's just, and like all these, all these women are shaving their eyebrows off. And now all these young women who are inspired by them are shaving their fucking eyebrows off too. Wow. And if, if nothing screams Pitney, like the shaving off of eyebrows. Oh, I know, because, you know, then gallery and anthem give me a life without eyebrows under, under the, the twin, twin purple, purple suns. suns. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it just it just took the world though, this these, long these to come around to it, though. Platinum bleached eyebrows are kind of fabulous. I wouldn't do it now. I was going to say, the color, you, you have similar coloring to JVN. I think... I don't, uh, I wouldn't do it now, but I would totally have done that when I was younger. Or what the hell, I might do it now just to see I was going to say, say. I, think you, I think you would do it now. Maybe we need to do that while you're here. After the party. By the time this episode comes out... Yes. Maybe I will quickly insert a tiny bit right in this spot to let you know, to let the people know, did I bleach Pitney's eyebrows? Hmm? And the funny thing is, my you know, and my mother, she would just look and she wouldn't say a fucking word. Really? <laughs> I don't think she'd say a word. She she would look and she, she would roll her eyes and she'd give that, that pursed, look at when she gets when she doesn't like something that well her eyebrows are so fucking pristine and goddamn fabulous right now oh my god yeah she'd be out there with rocking her fucking brows and then you'd oh, be like embarrassing they look, her they look so good they look so good yes is she just out there tossing her hair from side to side oh i want to do that I want to do that. I want to bleach my brows. Now. You should <laughs> shave your eyebrows off and then get them tattooed on, like so you can oh, be just like Lord, her. I don't know about that, but I will totally. <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of, you know, you could do like Spock. You could do Spock brows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I think I've told you that I see all the all the kids at all the college kids at Target all the time, right? Right. Mullets are real popular again on guys, like frat boys. And it's not just mullets. It is like dangling cross earrings, dangling feather earrings. It is totally like the 80s again. It's so fucking weird. Do they they think they look good? Because they do not... See, you're supposed to look back at... 
the old people's the way we looked in high school and laugh. And we're laughing too. We know it we know it was bad. It looks exactly like nineteen eighty four in high school. It's so <sighs> weird. And I just like I'm not saying one or two, I'm thinking like every trendy frat boy that comes through Oh my god. Has a mullet and most of them have dangly earrings. And what reminded me of that was the eyebrows because they're doing the vanilla ice thing now where they like Oh, the, the little, little cuts? Clippers and they go, and the stripes in the eyebrows. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, God. Oh, bless their hearts. Bless their and stupid And all the younger, like, um, I've seen it mostly on, like, Hispanic kids or, but white kids that dress like hip-hop, right? So I'm thinking, like, the hip-hop dance club scene... There's this really ugly haircut that's all the, the guys have now, where it's really, really high, perfectly straight bangs. Into that, they're also like shaving shapes on the side now, like a little uh, lightning like, bolt, a little zigzag, like the '80s. Oh God! It that is that's like the '80s. So yeah. they're they're all just so all these young people are just getting out old yearbooks and going. I want this. I want this look. I guess it's and, really and like instead weird. of laughing at these hairstyles like they're supposed to be, they're just. I mean, we weren't doing that. We weren't no. going and it's like oh give me well I I actually I shouldn't say that I shouldn't say. We weren't going give me the bouffant because I really wanted to have a bouffant hairdo for my prom. And I couldn't yeah. get one because the lady who said she was going to do my hair, she lied. She told me she could do it. She totally fucking lied. I wanted the big, I wanted the big Priscilla Presley on her yes. wedding day hairdo for my prom. And she lied to me. Because God damn it, uh, that would have been glorious. Oh, yes. Anyway. Yes, but anyway, yeah, that ugly haircut is new, but the lightning bolts and stuff shaved on the side of the back of the head is totally from the 80s. Ugh, god damn it. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, the bitchin' boutique. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they can play on their yes, shows. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get, get time to do, do that. Right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical... I can't do it now. I can't speak. <laughs> Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the most... Bitchin' Boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one. We could play it in ass. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right, What do you want me to say? Whatever whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to The Bitchin' Boutique. Oh, that was good. I I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in the next show. Diplomatic community. Okay. Hey, Pitney. <laughs> What's bitchin'? Well, I am obsessed with this new video game that just came out, I don't know, a week ago, a week and a half ago, called Atomic Heart. Oh, that's a video game. That that Those words have been trending on Twitter, and I didn't know if it was a TV show or what. Yeah, it's okay. a video game, and I am loving it because it's sort of like, like the story-driven... It's not RPG because it's not in a fantasy universe, but I'm going to get that get to that in a second, which is why I love it so much. But it plays like a, fant- like a story-driven like RPG kind okay. of thing, right? And it has, it is set in a fictitious 1955 in the Soviet Union, as if Russia won World War II, and that whole old school science fiction thing where 
you know, like the Jetsons, where robots are everywhere doing everything for everybody and cars flew. Oh, my God. It's totally 50s aesthetic, but there's elements of that I've always loved, like really stark Soviet art. Like yeah, I love, yeah, yeah. I love Soviet propaganda posters. Yeah. And Soviet propaganda art, you know, I love that stark yeah, yeah. look. Like, you know, the, give me, you know, a guy with a, holding a big sickle. I love it. I think yeah. it's fabulous. And I don't know why. This game is all of that. And it's oh my so God. fucking cool. So it's like that, but a little futuristic, but in that kind of a style. Yeah, okay. but it's like everything is like it's from the 50s. But it has that Soviet stuff, but it's all like robots gone bad. And oh it's my fabulous. God. And it's really bloody and gory and there's cussing every other word. My favorite <laughs> thing is there's this there's this old lady who's a main character in it, Grandma Zena. But it's not spelt Zena like our Zena. It's is spelt it? Z-I-N-A. Oh, I was gonna ask if it was like T Z E N A. Grandma okay. Zena. But she's like this old woman who loves big guns. And I love it. She'll literally just be like blowing up this robot thing with this big bazooka and this old woman. She's like, eat shit and die, motherfucker. (laughs) So what's the gameplay like? Are you playing these characters? Are you? No, you just play one. There's like, you just play the main character. Okay. It's like Fallout, which I know that doesn't mean anything to you other than you've heard of it. Mm -hmm. It's like Fallout where just there's a set protagonist and you just play him. Okay. And it's fabulous. I am loving it because it's like everything I love in video games combined with a lot of what I love aesthetically in the real world. Right. And I'm just, like, I've just been in this frenzy of, like, staying up way too late on work nights when I don't get home until 11 (laughs) of playing this game the last several nights. Because I just downloaded it, like, four days ago. So it's grabbing you the same way that, like, Skyrim grabbed you at the beginning? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know about, it's hard to say, maybe. It's hard to say. I don't, it's not going to have the longevity as Skyrim, for sure, for me. Yeah, it, well, it probably doesn't have, like, the scope of Skyrim, yeah, too. Yeah, but I'm definitely really, really into it right now. And, yeah. And I love it that just everybody in the... It, it, it's just a big potty mouth. Everybody says fucking shit all the time, and he's, like, kicking this robot in the face, going, get off my ass, you fucking bitch! Kick, <laughs> kick, kick! <laughs> and then the head explodes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I cannot say enough good things about this game. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) So that is my bitching right now. That's fabulous. Well, and now now I know what Atomic Heart is because I haven't, every time I saw it listed, I always thought I should click on that and see what that is. But sometimes I'm afraid to click on things if I don't know what they are because... Sometimes I regret clicking on a thing because then it's like, oh, Twitter thinks I'm interested in that. And it's like, no, I just, oh, yeah. I was just curious about it, you know. Yeah, but, in fact, that is why I called your husband earlier because I wanted to talk about Atomic Heart. <laughs> yeah, I have no way of knowing if he even, I mean, he probably does. I'm sure he knows everything about it. He's not playing it. Oh, my oh, yeah. God, we saw an ad on YouTube for Diablo 4 or whatever. And, oh, oh, my yes. God. Oh, I know, because Diablo so is to him is to is what Skyrim is to me. Yes, yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh my God, he's so yes. excited. Felia now loves Diablo. He loves his Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Amelia, so tell me, what's bitchin'? (laughs) Well, you know, it's so funny that you just did one that was video game themed, because this is marginally video game-ish-esque-ish. Okay. so, So, The Last of Us. I've been resisting making this like a major topic for the show, because, like, one... 
you don't have HBO Max, so you can't watch it. And really, like, everyone is talking. Everyone is talking about Last of Us right now. But, like, I can't not say some stuff about okay. The Last of Us. Like, it is... It is magnificent. Like, it is... I have loved so many shows for so many different reasons in my life. And I've been blown away by so many different performances by different actors. But this, like, no offense to any other show that I've ever loved. Because really, I love so many different kinds of shows that you really can't... It's hard to kind of compare them oh, and yeah, rank them against a, each other. You're, you're a showaholic. I am. <laughs> and when I love something, I do love it with my whole heart. But yeah. it's it it is really not hyperbole to say that this may be the best thing I ever saw times a thousand. Like, I don't think that's saying too much, <laughs> you know, to, that's how excited I am about it. And I, and I'm definitely, I want to say things to kind of speak to people who maybe have access to see the show, but they kind of thought maybe they wouldn't watch it because uh-huh. of reasons, because I really, want to make sure people understand, no, you really should be watching it. Like if you, if you have it, if you have the channel, you should be watching it because you're missing potentially your next favorite thing in the world. And so like, if you think you didn't want to watch it because it's zombies or because it's based on a video game. Okay. Fuck both of those things. Like Uh right out of the way. (laughs) And like those things don't matter. Like, or if you, you know, you're like, oh, I heard it was post-apocalyptic. It's like, that's not a thing. That's yeah. just the setting of the show. Like, maybe other shows are a little too post-apocalyptic and that could cause a show to suck. This is just a setting of, of where where and when a show is taking place, you know? Saying that you don't like post-apocalyptic, I don't like apocalyptic things is like saying, I don't like shows that are set in the South. Right. Yeah. You're like I don't. I don't like a movie. I don't like a movie where a person is on vacation in Italy. Like that's yeah. not a thing. Right. That's not a reason to avoid something. And people keep saying that this is like a zombie show, or that there's zombies in it. There aren't. It's not, it's nothing to do with zombies. And I really actually Okay, I was going to say, I didn't even know that that was, that it had zombies in it, but but it doesn't, so there you go. (laughs) Not really. I mean, there are, there's infected, but it's like, it's more, it's like, it's not George Romero zombie, you know, like, like, walking dead zombie it's not that it's much more if you're gonna call them zombies then you're going back to the old like like very like the early like a more like a haitian zombie kind of an idea oh like so like the resurrected dead okay like a puppet like the control dead okay yeah because these are human bodies that they're not really dead yet, actually, because um, the they're they're being controlled by a parasite. They're being controlled by the cordyceps fungus, and the fungus is has taken over this human body and is using it like a puppet to propagate its own kind and to spread itself. And cordyceps fungus currently does that with ants. Like in rainforest situations. Uh-huh. Like, they do that to ants. Like, right now. Ooh. And it's actually very, See, very it's cool. it's based on scientific fact, then. It is. And currently, it's not even remotely possible for it to happen to humans. But this, there's like a whole scientific theory that the show works under. That, well, if this, if, if these combination of things happened then it could possibly happen that the cordyceps could evolve in such a way that that this could happen in humans. And if it ever happened in humans, well, game over. Yeah. You know? Then we lose because you can't fight it. And and 
you know, well, we had a good run, you know, and it's just fucking genius. And of course, well, you know, if the planet started to get warmer and if this happened, it's just, it's genius. It's so funny. But so, you know, basically, you know, instead of zombies, you have infected people who are dangerous and, you know, they've, most of those people, by the time where the, where the show is set, you know, those, the government has, through massive bombing campaigns, have basically successfully wiped out almost all of the infected people. Uh. So, you know, you really, it's not like in, say, Walking Dead, where they're just fucking everywhere right, and ev- yeah. and they just keep reappearing all the time. So... You go through entire episodes where you don't see a single one. Now, there's often, like, you have to be aware and you need to know that you got to be on the lookout. And if there's a possibility one might be near, you got to be careful. But odds are you ain't going to see any. See, that's interesting if it's, like, written, like, after so you can deal with, like... Because it's the post. aftermath and the PTSD of people, maybe the characters that went through And what, the, what did the government have and to the do? fear. See, that's interesting. And that's the government, interesting the government like, did what yeah. they had to do to control it, but then the government got kind of fascist Nazi bullshit. And uh-huh. then there's a lot of, like, okay, do, do the people need to rise up and... Uh, overthrow the government here because the government that's kind of interesting being a little... that's interesting to me just all of that yeah. yeah but then but then really the story is a very very personal story of two people uh-huh and it's and it stays very very focused on those two people and it's like those people are on the move and they don't pick up hitchhikers. I mean, it's like they they might meet a person here, but they keep walking. And so it's like there's not a big cast, and they mm-hmm. just keep moving. And it's like, it's, it, and the show the show is written so beautifully that like you will get, you know, you will meet a character at the beginning of an episode, and you know, spoilers, whatever that character may die by the end of that episode. Yeah, yeah, but. It emotionally fucking destroys you because the show is so well written and See, so beautiful. I was going to say that's good writing. Yeah, that's it's great. like you are meeting and losing people every week, and just you're like just it would sobbing. be in the aftermath of like this horrible tragedy. That I right. love that that it's in the aftermath and it's not the during because right. the during is so boring now to me. Yeah, like especially we are now in a world. That's gone through a pandemic. So we have a very different, like when this game was originally made, it was before we had gone through a pandemic. Mm -hmm. So making this show now, it's like they actually set the, they actually set, they actually set the outbreak at a different time. They actually bumped everything so that it would time better so that the show would be set in 2023. Oh, okay. And the outbreak would have been 20 years ago instead okay. of like being in the future and like be it's which totally changes the way everything looks. And it's oh, just yeah. it's it's fucking it's just so amazing. But like, you know, it's so even though you know, it's it's not that there isn't peril. There's fucking peril, yeah, you know. Yeah. But there's danger out there. There's potential shit that could be that, that they have to be careful of, but, but because their world is different from ours, which makes it interesting, but that also, but that also means that the stuff that they're dealing with, there's certain, like we relate to these people because they're still people, but there's also, they're not dealing with the shit that we're dealing with. Now, is it more like they're dealing with survival or is it more they're dealing with like the PTSD of having gone through such a traumatic, horrible thing? I mean, there's a lot of... Or both. There's some of both, yeah. Because like the main character, Joel, um, the one who's played by uh, Pedro Pascal, um, the very... On the the day of the outbreak... um, his daughter um, got 
they were they were trying to get out of they it actually they they live in Austin and they're trying to get out of Austin because Austin is like blowing up going crazy mm-hmm. and they're just trying to get out of the city and they get into a car accident and she hurts her ankle and so he's basically carrying her and this you know military asshole sees that he's carrying this injured girl and he assumes that she's infected and he shoots uh, her. Uh, okay. And so basically he is like his daughter like dies in his arms and he, you know, 20 years later is still not, you know, he's still. Oh, see, that's, yeah, that to me, that's so much more interesting dealing with something. Right. Like that then, because survival too is so boring. Right. I mean, he is definitely. I mean, just. Able to survive, and he has done whatever he has to do to survive, but he also has all this guilt and trauma, and he just, you know, where, as the the more you get to know him, the more, I mean, I mean, this is just going to sound really weird, but like, the more, I mean, and some of it just has to do with what an amazing actor he is, because he's kind of quiet, but when he does talk, it's like, Oh, he hurts me right in my heart. You know, and it's just like, and I, and I, and I start to realize like, okay, I'm relating to Joel a little more than I expected to. Like he just, he places a lot of good acting, good writing. Good. Yeah. That's great. And it's just, and it's fucking beautiful. It's like, there's entire episodes that are all set. Like, you know, like these characters are walking through Wyoming in the winter. Just imagine how fucking beautiful that would be. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, you don't see that kind of scenery very often. It's just like, oh my God, snow. Because most, most TV shows and movies are so fucking dark. And it's oh, like, yeah. oh my God, a big a big landscape of nothing but snow. That's gorgeous. Oh, see, I'm intrigued. And it's I, so I mean, I know me. I'll never watch it. Well, eventually it'll come out. Unless I'm ever at your house again and we're sitting and you put it on and then I'll watch it and I'll totally love it. You totally will. And we will, I mean, but we other will than definitely that, I'll never buy it. it. <laughs> as soon as the, the first season is released, we will yeah. buy it. Because we like to own hard copies yeah. of shit. Because, as we all know, HBO Max and all these companies, you know, just because something's streaming doesn't mean it'll stream forever. Yeah, They yeah. can just yank that shit out from under you. And it's like, you know, that's that's why you got to own your own copies of shit. I think that's actually good, though, because it makes people buy copies of stuff. You know? But a lot of people, it didn't occur to them to buy copies of things because they've grown up in a world yeah. of, of, you know. But I've had games that I've played on, like, you know, Game Pass. Yeah. That I've been really into that I haven't finished. And then, you know, if they leave Game Pass, like, boom, you're SOL. you got to buy it if you want to finish it. It's like, well, how much did I really like it? And I've, yeah, and I've bought games that I would have bought, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. it actually, it kind of works good that way, actually, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but back to, back to, I, I do have a couple, a couple major yeah. points I want to make. So, you know, just, just know that if, if you, if you decide to get into The Last of Us, the show will emotionally uplift and destroy you. Fabulous. I, I, I'm making ver- that very, very clear. Yeah. And you and you will not be able to imagine your life without it. And every time an episode ends, you will wish it just could go on for a few more minutes because you don't want to let go just yet. And one other thing that I just have to mention, because this is something that really, really pisses me off about comments that I read online. Mm-hmm. Now, so the two main characters, Joel and Ellie, uh, Joel is Pedro Pascal. Ellie is a 14-year-old girl played by uh, Bella Ramsey, who I'm not sure of her actual age, but I know that she was, she played a little girl who was like, I don't know if she was meant to be like the queen of something or something on like Game of Thrones, and she was a little goddamn badass, and uh-huh. she's... She's fucking phenomenal. She's like, she's like this little young teenager who doesn't really know anything about the world, but she's just like way wise beyond your years. And she's very smart and very, very funny and just ridiculous. And this, as an actress, Bella Ramsey is like, it almost pisses me off 
how good she is. Like, <laughs> where does that come from in someone who's really young? I mean, she's just phenomenal. So there are dudes out there who actually suggest that maybe Bella Ramsey isn't right for this role. And first of all, she, why? she, you know, cause she can say more in a facial expression than most actors can in a page of dialogue. And, you know, nothing against her looks because I think she's cute as a goddamn button. But I think that every one of those guys had a thing for the animated Ellie in the game. And they all just fapped. They fapped till their dicks were chapped to the 14 uh. year old cartoon character in the game. And maybe they don't feel like they can fap to Bella Ramsey. Like, like they could. Okay. And, you know, good. Cause you shouldn't be fapping to this character. Who's 14 years old. That's really weird. Okay. Yeah. You know, cause like hands where I can see him, you fucking pervs. And, um, yeah, I, I just, she, she's, she's absolutely adorable. And I mean, like this is a character not giving anything important away, but this is a character who is a little, uh, 14 year old lesbian. Mm, fabulous. And, and we just had the episode where Good. she's remembering her, her little cute little best friend from school that she had her first kiss with and then um then her best friend died tragically because of the horrible Aww. the horrible dangerous world and she's you know she's 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 you know poor ellie ellie's had a shitty life but ellie's you know she's with she's with joel now and joel is hard to live with but you know but they're they're on this trek together and she, uh, I, I just have this feeling that there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys out there who are like, no, but I just, you know, if I, if I, if I'm going to see girls kissing, I, I really, really need to find both of them equally hot. And, oh God, and course, it's all about, it's all about me and my dick. And it it's nothing yeah. to do with talent or, you know, or anything else. It's, it's about, it's about my masturbation and nothing Ugh. else. And the fact that they're so they're so gross that they and they're not saying this, but it's so clear that they're because yeah, there's nothing yeah. else it could be. Yeah. I mean, she she is such a phenomenal actress. Like I said, it makes me angry she's that she's this talented. And she's so smart and so funny, and they have such chemistry, these two actors, and it's just it's amazing. I've never I mean, it was like the second I saw her, I was just like, oh my god, she's amazing. And I, I even started watching old scenes from Game of Thrones, a show I never had any interest in at oh, all. Oh, really? Just because she is so phenomenal. And God, her character on Game of, Th Game of Thrones, I've watched montages of just her from Game of Thrones. Oh my God, you're not going to start watching that now. Oh, no, you? no. Because I only, I only like her. Because she's a badass. Because I will never. I, I remember I watched, God, how, what is, I don't even know how long it's been on now. But I remember watching, like, the first three episodes with somebody. They were pretty good, but I was just like, I, just, I don't care enough to get into it. And then by the time I even thought about it again, it was so far into it, I was just like, I don't care. And, you know, I love me my big fantasy novels. Sure. And my big series. But this is, like, two yards long worth of paperback to read fuck that shit and, i'm getting into and that and the now. guy hasn't finished writing them yet and he might not ever so yeah far. and it's just yeah. like i don't yeah i don't care anymore yeah but but yeah last of us is fucking phenomenal and um god damn it it's Yay. just so and goddamn I, good i know someday i will see it and i'll love it yes <laughs> the I day will, is not soon, i will tie I you to the couch and, and i will make you watch it <laughs> from beginning to end and you will and you will full snot cry oh i'm sure because it's just that goddamn good so damn good so good yay like totally bitching <laughs> hey this is kate i'm a forensic psychologist and crisis clinician 
And I collect stories. Everything from true crime to trauma to parenthood. There's a lot more in common between depression and sociopathy or between serial killers and podcasters than you might think. Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at iwbpodcast.com and iwbpodcast on social media. Sisters are just kind of dumbasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I know them well. I've known them for a long time. I know, but I mean, for them to just be like just obnoxious and you know, it's 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 one thing for me to just kind of be like, but for them to just sometimes say things that are just so stupid. Just so, so, so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, one of them said a couple of things the other day. Actually, no, actually, it was two different days, but it was a, a, around the same topic, so my brain puts them together. Um, you know how there was a um, a recent... I won't go into the whole thing about the trip, but there was a, a family trip that was going to happen, and I wasn't going to go, and then... It was, oh, yeah. And then it was, uh, and then my dad decided he didn't want to go because it was too expensive. So, so she, my sister texts me to say, oh, well, dad, dad was thinking maybe instead of going to Hawaii, maybe, um, maybe we'd go to Mexico or South America. Uh-huh. And I was like. Well, first of all, you know, South America just made me laugh because I was like, really? Because back in like 95, when I went to Guatemala, he treated me like I was fucking insane and like I was never going to come back alive from going oh, to Guatemala. Oh my God, that's what my mom said too. And I went, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. like we, like that was the most dangerous possible thing and that, that obviously I was just, you know, I mean, he was acting like I was just going to go join some political revolution and I was going to oh, get shot. Oh, yeah. I remember my mom said she was, you better be careful down there, Pitney. You know, those people, they're just going to stab you and rob you blind. Yeah. It's like, it's like I'm pretty sure I could handle, uh, yeah. you know, I'm not going to do anything dumb. <laughs> but, but now, you know, but now I'm getting a text about, oh, well, now dad's talking about going to Mexico or South America. And then she starts going on about how... You know, oh, but it's, you know, it's still going to be really hot, you know, because it's summertime. It's going to be really hot. And I go, well, I mean, I don't know where you're talking about in South America, but, you know, I mean, depending on how far south you go, it might be winter. Yeah. And she goes, well, I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, when I was in Costa Rica, it was so hot. I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's not south enough or maybe it was the humidity uh, and i'm just like i'm so glad you think that that was a text because she couldn't see my face because i just like <laughs> i was like she she has like she's educated uh-huh. she's <laughs> she owns her own business she you know I, she she's allegedly reasonably intelligent but this is like basic like how the hemispheres work like yeah she didn't understand that like where south america is like in relation to say the equator and Mm -hmm. how how like she would understand that australia would be having winter while we were having summer but like she wouldn't understand that south america would yeah yeah like what the fuck and, I mean, okay, so she went to Costa Rica. So she went there, but does she not know where it is? I mean, she was there. Does she not know that Costa Rica's in Central America? And not South America? I couldn't even America? see her going there and not being snotty. Well, I mean, obviously she went to, like, a resort. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know. But here's the other one. Um, so, the other day... Um, she was kind of talking about, um, trying to find places that trying to, trying to, you know, see if, if Mexico was a possibility and I'm sitting Mm -hmm. there going, God, whatever. And she's just acting like, 
like she's really, really surprised that she's having so much trouble. And because this is, keep in mind, this is a trip for a 91-year-old man with, on his mm-hmm. on his best day, real mobility problems. That, that's like the oh, good yeah, part. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, yeah. that's, that's the good news about Yeah, because he's going to be like traipsing through the rainforest. Or yeah, I mean, we're talking know, like, yeah. I don't know where he thinks he wants to go. Like, I, I don't, he hasn't said a thing to me because he knows this is not my trip. But, so she's like, she actually says that, you know, it's really, really hard. Um, I, I'm really surprised that, you know, the resorts in Cancun, like, none of them are ADA compliant. Uh, now, let's just, let's just sit in silence for just a moment. <laughs> let's just, let's just enjoy. Let's just let that hang in the air. <laughs> For just a moment and oh, just enjoy how yeah. fucking stupid that is. Because, is yeah, it worth yeah. mentioning that she's married? That Well, no, she's currently in the process of unmarrying. Uh, but she, she married into a Mexican family. She's been to Mexico. Yeah. Like, she, she knows that Mexico is a different country. That, 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 yeah. That's not... And I am sorry, Ugh. ADA compliancy does not even remotely come to anybody's consciousness down there. <laughs> well, as well it shouldn't because not America. They, uh, they are right? not yeah. required. They are not required by any American law to do any goddamn thing. And if you're a resort that has constant traffic, that people will always come to you, and your country doesn't have any laws about that. Why should you do anything? Oh, yeah. You know, why should you spend any money putting in ramps and doing whatever if you're constantly going to have people spending all their money to come at your resort? And um, the fact that she was baffled by that, it's like, what What exactly did you think was you going know, to happen? You know, it's white privilege, girl. White privilege. <laughs> I mean, but then again, you know, she does not travel the way, say, you and I traveled. Like, she would not have taken, she would not have gone to Guatemala. She would not have taken the trip that I took. Because when she goes anywhere, she goes to resorts where Americans are. Oh, yeah. We she does not fucking, want to experience another country Fucking chicken in bus in the middle of the night and slept in hammocks in the middle of the forest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She would, like... <laughs> and it was fabulous, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, she would not have understood going into a restaurant and eating something that the, that the menu just called meat. Uh, she... She... <laughs> yes. That would never... That would never have happened. You know, she, uh, she's, she's not me. Neither of my sisters are anything. Yeah. My like favorite it. thing about restaurant, I said, thought about this in years, but our friend Catherine. Yeah. Who we haven't seen in forever. When she came to visit, we went to this restaurant and it was at a hotel in, in, in Shayla and she had ordered pancakes, and there was a f- dead fly cooked into the pancakes. Oh, how glamorous. And Catherine called the waitress over and, you know, had, like, had the piece the piece of pancake with the fly in on the fork and, like, held it out to the waitress to look at. And the waitress shrugged her shoulders and was like, well, just don't eat those parts then. Like, it was fucking nothing. <laughs> hey, that's just the one you found. <laughs> I mean, think about the no How many no do you think I thought it was fabulous, because that waitress didn't give a fuck. Were those pancakes cone mops? Uh, it was, oh, yes, they were. <laughs> and, I, you know, it was so fucking funny. And I didn't, I mean, it was kind of gross, but it was kind of funny, because you know me, I don't care about that stuff. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> That oh was God. the same restaurant where they were literally like tugging huge bags of garbage through the dining room. Oh my God. And as they were tugging the baggage, you know, the garbage through the dining room, there was somebody following them with bug spray 
right <laughs> next to the people, right next to the tables where people were eating. <laughs> and I thought it was fabulous. I remember me and my ex just laughing yeah. and laughing and laughing that it was the funniest thing we'd ever seen. And Catherine was so horrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's just, Guatemala's so cute. And you know I mean, what? Did that harm us at all? Hell no, it didn't. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's, <laughs> I love Guatemala. But it just reminded me of like, we, uh, you know, what you, your sister was the ADA compliancy in Mexico. It's like, what the fuck? It's a totally different place that doesn't even exist there. Like, you could never do that shit in the restaurant here. No, of course not. But there, and it was just like, whatever, I don't care. I thought. I it mean, was, I don't like I it, if, some, it if somebody's wiping a table near me with rag with so much bleach on it that I can smell it. I mean, I don't like that oh, at a I restaurant. Oh, I hate that shit, all that sterilization. I don't want to smell bleach while I'm eating. I hate that sterilization bullshit, but, you know, I guess it's important. They should just have every every table should be in its own little cubicle so that we don't have to use each other's air. No, but I love filth, you know. <laughs> I know. Like as Divine says, filth is my politics. Filth is my life. <laughs> <sighs> and on that. Yeah. <laughs> My sister, she dumb. <laughs> she dumb. Oh, Lord have mercy. I mean, yes. if I thought harder, I could think of more examples. But those are just two really, oh, really recent ones. I know. Ones. <sighs> and just think when it, we when we I can make teenagers. that a regular segment on yes. the show. It's just, you know, my sister's being dumb. Remember, and when we were teenagers, I used to call her my voluptuous bird of paradise. Which just, is weird. just to piss her off. I don't see. I don't know why it would piss her off. Because when would she ever hear you say it? I don't, I don't know. And she wouldn't even know what it meant. And she wouldn't know what it was a reference. I from, know, but and she wouldn't. For some because, reason, I did, and I. T- yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Well, because you do things that are funny to you, and they don't make sense to other people, and she just. Oh yeah! Totally! Totally! I mean, she's just, ugh, God. You know, what's a good name for her? Nan-Ann. She can be Nan-Ann. Well, the other one, uh, Frito, well, Fr- Frito calls the, the pair of them the Narcissisters. I know. <laughs> um, he calls he calls the other one uh, the valedictorian. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. He call actually he calls he calls uh he calls her well he calls her a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes he calls her air raid. <laughs> uh, after Parker the, the inspired by Parker Posey's character in the movie Days and Confused. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, I mean there's there's a lot of things we could call her. Oh, she... I could call her the Duchess because that's what my mother called. Oh, her. that's oh, I love that. Yeah, she could be the Duchess. I the love Duchess. that. The Duchess and that. the Valedictorian. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I think that works. The D and the V. I may have to. Create... Oh, that sounds dirty. I may have to create a character though, the Duchess Nan Ann. <laughs> I don't even know where... what's Nan. Nan Ann sounds like a weird airline or something. It is. So... I I don't. I just, God, it was like several months ago. I don't remember. I was reading something. And some poor woman had the unfortunate happenstance of being named Nanan. And Like Nanette, but not? Yeah, N-A-N-A-N-N-E. Oh, God. And I thought it was the stupidest, most grossest name. I, and it just... Stuck with me. That's and I like was naming like, someone Ann Ann. I know, and I was like, oh my god, this poor bitch. That's her name. <laughs> oh my god. That's horrible. 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 Oh. Nan Ann. <laughs> oh, the face I'm, the sour, sour face I'm making. <laughs> 
Not good. Anyway, on that note. <laughs> Not good. <laughs>